hello and welcome back to the A Show with the Kings, the Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Justin, here with Meals, once again. 10-11, man. 10-11. We're here. Uh, or 12. I tend to, it depends when you listen to it. You can't give away when we record. That's just something you can't do. I think do. people just generally know when we record. I don't even think it's much of a secret anymore. Um, however, no, nah, I got nothing. How have you been? <laughs> Good. It's, 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 uh, we're firmly in October and I feel like the end of the year is when my schedule actually just goes crazy and I'm nonstop until right like, now. Yeah. Until like mid November, everything's crazy for me. Uh, everything's crazy for me until yeah, probably mid November. For reasons you know, but I don't want the general public to know. But for reasons that you would probably guess, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but, nah, I mean, everything's everything's cool. Um, what, am, what am I trying to... I feel like I did something new over the past number of days. Oh, I tried an espresso. There we go. This is very mundane. Espresso or espresso? Espresso. What's the difference? Oh, Nespresso is like a machine that makes coffee. No, I tried. So the I, I'm, I've been in Starbucks quite a bit um, as of late. As a working, I work there. Well, I work there. I do other stuff there. I do a lot of actually like brainstorming for Asia stuff there as well. Um, and they have this. Uh, it's you know Starbucks has these seasonal drinks. They have their like apple crumb oat milk matcha thingy and i'm not a big i don't drink coffee at all i don't drink coffee i just wake up on the vibes and have that run through my day so i don't actually need any boost or anything of the rather so i don't drink coffee but they had something and i tasted it for the first time and it was terrible so (laughs) i'm like fuck this is why i never have coffee ever are you a coffee person yay nay eh? I'm getting better at the coffee stuff. Um, I like really sweet coffee, though. You know, like I, I like it to be like I need the caramel all in that shit. You don't like it like strong black. <laughs> nah, that ain't me. I, I like maybe just like you know how people just be like, oh, you, you ordering like fuzzy a drinks? <laughs> you like <Yeah>. fuzzy drinks? <laughs> you ordering a female drink? I'm like, yeah, sprinkle I guess I'm cream a- on that and sprinkle some of that shit on it too. I would imagine that like. Uh, women probably drink stronger coffee than I do. So, oh, I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure a lot of people drink stronger coffee than we do. Oh, actually, you know what we had? We had a we had a discussion on soda in the Discord earlier this morning. What is your favorite soda? Even though we're not supposed to be drinking it actively, what is your favorite soda? I like, I like a Tahitian treat. What the My fuck jam. is that? Tahitian treat. You don't know All what right. Tahitian treat is. They're about to kill you out, out here, bro. Like it's like the it's like um imagine Hawaiian punch but carbonated. I've never seen this ever in my life. Wait, this is a is this like a local drink? Because I've literally never seen this. You gotta be hey man, it's it's I th- I thought you would have it in like a I'm pretty sure a, a boget a bodega around you has a Tahitian treat. I got to look out for it because I've never seen this in my life. You said it's Hawaiian punch, but in soda form. That sounds way more dangerous than any normal soda. (laughs) Tahitian treat definitely sounds like Hawaiian punch, but like the off-brand version. (laughs) 
but it's the carbonated it's real shit also another thing this might be going way too country is and way too old knee high are you are you pop are you a pop guy no soda okay all right all right i saw people throwing pop in the discord i was like all right come on now yeah no, i'm good on i'm good on that pop shit and this ain't that pop shit that rock shit. <laughs> Let us know if soda or pop in the in the comments and stuff like that. Let us know. I'm 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 is it where's the regional where's the regional like things lie for soda and pop? Cause I've never no one ever says pop around me. It's always that Midwest is pop, right? I've never like when I first heard people saying pop, I was like, Well, I know like in cartoons they call it they, it was pop on the bottle, but they never called it that. Yeah, because they would localize it because it's for real, <laughs> real niggas. Um, but have you ever been to the Midwest? I guess that would determine whether you've ever heard pop before because I've never heard it in my yeah, life. But I've also Midwest. What, what states have you been to? Pennsylvania, Florida. Um, huh. What else? Pennsylvania, I don't count that. That's like up yeah. the street from I was really gonna say New Jersey too, which was not uh, very countable. No. Um, I've been to Florida. There you go. I, I I need you to go to the Midwest. All right, we're in the Midwest. Please, second. Go, go ahead. Go to Chicago. Go to go to Ohio. Try something. Go, go to, to Chicago. I mean, go to- There's some people there that may want. <laughs> people in Chicago. They don't want shit. <laughs> one at their front door. They don't want shit, man. This is my thing, man. I don't know. I'm not gonna like completely talk about this because I had it has nothing to do with me, and I hope that like the people. No, involved- it has nothing. You know, it has nothing to do with us. Um, but we do support our friends at Black Wrestling and the BRP50. I think it's a still a great list. Shout out to the, it's Cal's birthday as we're recording this, so shout out to Cal. I love the cow. Uh, I love cow. Here, here's my thing, man. It it don't matter if they speak up about it. <laughs> like we family, we're gonna speak up about it regardless. Like absolutely, you know, some people, people are gonna be upset. Obviously, we're talking about this swerve interview that happened. Swerve interview uh, on um, say less with Kaz and Law. One of the most peculiar interviews I've ever had the displeasure of listening to, and this isn't because of Kaz or Low Key or anybody on that. Because they did try to like, kind of push back on a lot of the the, the bullshit that he was saying on there, but use general um, logic. You mean yes, they absolutely did. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, for for sure. And I I think we we re, we reach a point where it's just like our community starts to get as toxic as really, literally like any part of the community. Like the the I, f- I feel like we're the smallest community in in, mm-hmm. in black wrestling. We're definitely the smallest community have like the most bs and then for someone who actually is on tv and could be you know shining a light on a black wrestling he chose to kind of further divide it i i think that there was some comments and, on- and, and to be honest with you a lot of the stuff that black wrestling's about especially this brp 50 list shined a light on him to provide you know maybe put him on the radar I mean, granted, his own work and stuff like that, but it, it, it puts him on the radar with other black wrestling fans who want to support black wrestlers and puts them possibly in spaces where they could also be popping and grow and people can support them and stuff like that. We are very the, the black wrestling community is very diehard group. Um, but 
I feel like sometimes you got to know, and I think you said this on Twitter, <laughs> all skin folks ain't your kin folk. <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, that's that's what we kind of live by. That's what that's what I know. I mean, that ain't that ain't a saying just to, just to say it. No, no it, not it, at all. It was a it was legitimately him saying calling them clout chasers. I don't see how like, that's my thing. Like, I don't I don't believe in nobody playing on my name, especially in a public forum. What? When I, clout when chasers? I do Come on. Like what? For it to be like, there was a part where he said, "Like, name eleven albums better than Illmatic." I said, "Gladly." <laughs> like, what, what, are you talking, <laughs> what are you talking about? That also, you're not Illmatic. Not even close, bro. <laughs> like, like maybe Nostradamus. Man, he is self-titled Jaquan. <laughs> the album. <laughs> You might be Nappy Roots' first album. <laughs> like, <laughs> From the Ruta to the Tuta, you might be. You certainly, you certainly dress like a member of that group. <laughs> I don't even think from the Ruta. I think that's um, gosh, what's the other one? The other rural rap group. Um, sick of it, being uh, lonely. Nappy Roots. No, who did Sick of Being Lonely? Uh, it had to be Nappy Roots, right? No, it wasn't nappy roots. It was oh, well, he looked like a nappy root. Yes, he definitely Literally. looks like a nappy root. Listen, um, field already, mob. There you go, field mob. Field mob. Yes, field mob. He looks like a field mob as well. <laughs> My thing is this: there is a, there is a. I don't want us to get into an issue or a, or a platform where it's like I'm bringing more black people into this than you are. Because at the end of the day, these companies are owned by white people. So mm-hmm. anyone bringing in the culture is going to be the owners of this thing that are allowing it to happen. Let's just right. be completely honest. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? They're, they're, I've worked in corporate long enough to know that when you see these these initiatives with black people in it, it's because they were tested and they were proven and they were marketed and stuff like that. So bringing in Fabulous on your man's deal... If he wanted to tell your black ass no, he would have done that. And you would have been okay. You would have had to be okay with it. Talk about clout chasing. Talk, talk, talk about clout chasing. All the most random group of niggas in the world. So if you if, if that's the case, I don't want us to get into a platform where it's like, I'm doing more than you. I'm doing more than this. Like, no, 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 no. We're not even big enough for, for that to you can't say that. Because it's not true. It's definitely not. Like, but there's people, I don't even want to toot our horns here, right? But there's people who worked with us. We worked with them, right? Mm-hmm. To make sure that we had we we brought kids to to Hollywood. Black wrestling was a part of that. We were a part of that. A lot of other people were a part of that who gave money to make sure that that happened. It won't just us. You know what I'm saying? And we can't sit there and stand on it and say, hey, we were the only people doing this shit. No, because a lot of black people, white people, Hispanic, uh, you know, Asian, a lot of people helped us do that. But here's the thing as well, right? So I'm an avid now watcher and listener of Black Wrestling. I'm an avid fan of them. And I see what they do every week. And you can't tell me it's cloud chasing. They bring in every, um, within the community itself, every voice, everybody who's there is passed through there. Um, Every, all of us, and if you've been a prominent voice somewhere in the black community for professional wrestling, you pass through there. If you are a prominent voice, 
And if you're not, then you're not. Um, and they've also passed through here. Um, but to me, that was just like, all right, that's corny. Like, that's corny. And the fact he's standing 10 towns down on it, make it seem. I watched that clip. I was like, man, anyway. <laughs> like, that's what, that's legitimately my response. It's like, I'm not here to hear this man talk um, about nothing, something he clearly didn't even look into, note about. I urge people to, um, it would probably be better if there's a diplomatic way to go about this. But I feel like in this kind of situation, you gotta be, uh, I would be like, yo, this is my work. We've done very hard on it. <laughs> and F, like, pretty much fuck don't you. Like, shit don't shit on it, my nigga. Like, yeah. Let's just have it. Like, here's my thing. No one's saying you gotta agree with where he at on the list, but it's also like, <laughs> you don't agree where you're at on the list. Like, but like, yeah, talking about that PWI list where I'm sure he's not number 19. I'm sure there's about 40, 400 niggas over him. <laughs> or on the, on, the, on the other list. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and my thing, no, whatever, fucking. Well, my thing is this. It's like, I, 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 have no, I, I don't care about these lists at all. Okay. But don't compare it to a Rolling Stone list that is also white perpetrated with a bunch of other staff writers. You know what I'm saying? Like you guys, you guys on black print talked about a Rolling Stone list of best television shows in a while. And granted, definitely hilarious conversation. You guys should go check it out. But you also wondering, clearly this was written by white people. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> it, it was the young people versus the old people in that room. And a lot of times that's what it is. These are not focus group lists. These are groups that are by your own people. And there are very few of them that happen in media. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are very few lists like this that happen in media where it's it's, it's transparent, where it's just like, this ain't about who the best. It's about who, you know, who it is. This dude said, yo, if, if Bobby should be number two or Bianca should be number one, and that was exactly the order they were in, or Big E or whoever, <laughs> like, that was the order they were in. So he you know clearly didn't read the list. And then he also, I remember just specifically after the situation, asked, find 19 wrestlers better than me. And I was like, bro, are you dead ass? Cedric Alexander? We start from the bottom go all the way to the top, bro. Hey, hold on, what, what, what is BRP? Hold on, man. Fuck this BRP? Shit. All right. It's, it's actually... Yeah, I, I got it. Do you know where to find it? Now send it to me right real quick. All right. A bunch of works. Actually, real quick. Hold on. I got you. I got you. Actually, are you logged into the A show thing? The Patreon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am. Yeah, check the DMs. Check the DMs. They're there. All right. Here Um, we go. Here we go. Y'all ready? Because I'm I'm putting this nigga to bed today. (laughs) And and they don't got to say nothing. Here's my thing. They don't got to say nothing. BRP don't got to say nothing. No, they don't. A, look how great this list is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're literally said, like, and they put it together. There's social media, there's promotion, there's the ranking, there's the hometown, there's, like, everything. I know this is a massive, um, you know. All right, where's, where's, uh, where, where he at? Where he on this list? <clears throat> number 19? He's number 19. 19? All right. Let me... Oh, oh, 19 better than him? I'm not even going to go with what BRP said. I'm going to go with my own shit, right? Here we go. Keith, Keith Lee, better than you. Uh, G- <laughs> I'm not going to say Jay Lethal. Uh, I'm not going to say Rich Homie Swan either. <laughs> but I'm going to say <laughs> Wesley, better than you. Dress better than you, too. 
uh, who, who up here? Who up here? Who else up here? Omos, bigger star to you, so he better than you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, been on WrestleMania card. Can we say that? Yeah. Can we say definitely. that? Apollo Cruz, same thing. Apollo Cruz, been on WrestleMania card. He better than you. Bianca Belair, without a doubt, better than you. Bobby Lashley, better than you. Sasha Banks, better than you. Jonathan Gresham, better than you. Ricky Starks, better than you. Uh, Willow Nightingale, has probably had more matches than you in the past three weeks. She better than you. Uh, Chris Bay, better than you. Uh, what, what, where else we going? Xavier Woods, better Ricochet. than you. King of the Ring. R- Ricochet, better than you. I'm going to let you get in that. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. We forgot about this. Ricochet Carmelo is better. Hayes. Ricochet is better. All right. Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes. Hey, hold on. Carmelo Hayes, better than you. He don't got no goofy rap. He dressed better than you too. Just be these people don't even honey. have the these people don't have the resume to be talking all crazy like it's nineteen better. You don't even have the resume, bro. You don't even have the resume. That's the worst thing about it is that you have nothing to stand on. You're standing on this from your own blind, disgusting, uh, stupid merit, but you have nothing to stand on. These are people who have actually accomplished things, and not to say that you haven't accomplished anything, but these are people who have accomplished major things and didn't let their own ego get in the way of it. I was You're not at Wale. Popular rapper in your own damn company. <laughs> I was at Wale Mania. I was at, remember when Jada Kiss said no one can stop a double door refrigerator from from falling on you from the top of a skyscraper. Remember when he said that? <laughs> of course. On the radio is in my list of Jadaisms. I was at Wale Mania. Nobody was feeling your shit. Nobody was feeling your shit. I heard you could hear a roach fart. Nobody was feeling your shit. Nobody was feeling your shit. Step your game up. I think the thing that stops me most about it, this is like a 10-minute hate session. The most thing that stops me about it is he don't know how to dress. If he dressed, then I would, I would be like, all right, he might have a little bit of something there. But you was wearing a Boondocks jersey. The hell is wrong with you? You dress like, yeah, you don't dress like But you don't wear a damn Boondocks jersey. Like, relax. And there ain't no way you love that, sh- that show that much to be wearing a merch. <laughs> I'm just keeping a hundred with you. It ain't been on air in about ten years. Ain't no way you let that show that much. You dress like a Bama. Let's just mm-hmm. be clear. And I think that's my problem with a lot of it. Even hit rogue fall in the same issue. Because the thing is, somebody tried to dunk on me for saying I didn't. I ain't like. I like one of his verses. I don't think Top Dollar's a bad rapper. I never said that he couldn't rap. Can I just be clear? No, you, you ain't never, never heard me. But listen, 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 listen though, listen though. No, they're not bad rappers. I don't even think they're bad wrestlers or anything. But the thing is, when they immediately appeared on SmackDown and said fit check, the entire <laughs> timeline lost their minds. And I think they you had the best analysis of it by saying it looked like they pulled their clothes out of a white box that said hip hop. <laughs> Rapper clothes. <laughs> Rapper clothes. That's what the fuck it looked like. My my issue is this: I would love for, I would love for the black wrestlers that are talking about. Look, I I come I've come up in this culture. I've done work in this culture, as have you, Mills. We've done work in this culture. We know what it's like to stay up to date. We watch and listen to these rappers all the time. I ain't saying you got to dress like real Boston Richie. I ain't saying that. I ain't saying you got to dress like a future. I know y'all ain't making that type of money, but at the end of the day, 
a lot of these like the thing that makes me like cringe about the urban quote unquote urban rapper gimmick in wrestling is that they don't represent what I what I look like. You know what I'm saying? They don't look like how my homies dress. You feel me? Like what if they what if they was to walk down? You know how like sometimes they, people wear like the uh the street clothes, right? What if he was to walk down in some carrots crocs and like a like a whole type I'd be like, "Okay, okay, I believe that." That's believable. That's what that's what a, that's what somebody that looks like in LA or New York would be dressing like, right? Yo, all they really need, yo, get a just has someone send you you on TV. Has someone send you a pair a, a, a hoodie and some sweatpants? <laughs> like a, a good pair. Like, come on, man. Like, uh, collaborate with these people, man. How you gonna be with you gonna be hanging out standing next to Fab and can't dress? You know what I'm saying? <sighs> If Fab can't dress, if Fab can't dress, listen, he's from Brooklyn. I'm not gonna slander Fab. All right. Oh boy. Just, I'm sorry. Somebody I just can't. Get you. Somebody gonna come get you. <laughs> I can't slander Fab. I can't slander him. See Somebody gonna see about you. All right. Okay. Cool. I don't breathe fine. word for word, top to bottom. You know what I'm saying? Um. Before we go to Patreon real quick, I got some history to talk about. Um, draft Diaries dropped. Secret drop. Special drop. Mm. It's out. First episode. Meals and Myself. Talking about Jay-Z's 2002. Why I feel like the Blueprint 2 is one of the most emotional, vindictive albums that have ever come out in hip-hop. <laughs> and the schism. Better, that's part that's the best part of the episode, to be honest with you. I know there's like an hour left after that part, but um it was great talking about it. If you were to take a break after that part, I would understand. There's just so much <laughs> truth being dropped. If you're not a if you're not if you're a real Jay-Z fan, you might not want to listen to that shit. You can't handle that. You can't you, handle that or shit. Jay-Z, you might not be one of I mean, he done wrote, he done destroyed half the history behind all that shit. So, like, you know, we, you can't even find it. You could, I bet you, you try to look for those radio, those radio interviews. You couldn't find them. You absolutely cannot. I feel like, just in general, it's an interesting, it's an interesting take on the 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 ego of a of a professional rapper or any entertainer. To be honest with you, it's definitely an interesting take. We it, it ends up being. I wish we kind of did it with the Stone Cold Steve Austin episode, which is actually coming up next week. So maybe you want to subscribe to the Patreon as well, um, because it shows a lot about the ego of someone in entertainment or anyone who considers themselves an artist and how they can see themselves, um, especially compared to others. So, I would implore everyone. With five dollars, um, you're gonna get a fire first episode. Um, I'm get a it will, second episode. <laughs> and you'll get on video too, so it is what it is. It's out now. You're gonna get a fire second episode too, because Justin is also on the second episode, also with A plus. Um, and we're talking in, in terms of actual draft diaries or stuff, we're talking about the exit of Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's very timely, a very timely thing. 20 years later, it's almost like we're seeing it again. Um, where's what's the update on Naomi and Sasha? Like, they coming back or like, let's get into it in a no holds barred. But first, let's go to Patreon. All right, we're back. I, I try, I'm trying to get meals on the WCW bandwagon. 
It's not going to happen, but it probably will. I don't know. If you if you guys really want to see it enough, it probably will happen. If I do indeed, if I do indeed, if I do indeed do 1999, chances are it will happen. But let's see. Um, what do we got in No Holds Barred this week, my friend? Got a lot. <clears throat> we got a lot that, that, that happened. Uh, let's start off with CM Punk, who I just mentioned <clears throat> on Patreon that I, uh, that I saw over the weekend. You pressed him. That's exactly what we talk about on Patreon. Also pressed him about, you know. Absolutely. So you, there was ahead. a there was an Ariel Hawani interview last week with Tony Khan. I don't know if you caught it. I caught about 30 minutes of it and I had to tap out. I didn't watch it because y'all all tapped out. <laughs> yeah, I tapped out. It was it definitely was it was a struggle of trying to get anything out of him. Which well, is one th- weird because he usually says stuff without even warranting. Anything. Without <laughs> Just openly will speak about the random shit, but go on, please go on. So one thing Tony does slip up on, other than not answering anything about what happened to the EVPs and CM Punk, is that he had he said that, you know, he have some, he have specific people working in office jobs like Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson, John Moxley. And then, and then, uh, or, or not working in office. And then you have people who were working in office, like the EVPs and CM Punk. And he lets that slip, and we're just kind of like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" CM Punk had an office gig. How deep does this rabbit hole go? Hopefully, he wasn't doing HR because that seems like just a bad look. But no, nah, I mean, I'm interested. I mean, I feel like this is something especially they're a small company and stuff like that like clearly they don't um i mean i don't know he's apparently rich like bumblefuck rich so why wouldn't he be able to you know fund his own um staff but i I could see it i don't know what cm punk would be doing um but I, i feel like chris jericho is definitely a consultant of some sorts especially when he handles like creative and wrestlers and all this other stuff like that i feel like you can see a number of his fingerprints on the show letting him handle money would be crazy considering <laughs> <laughs> let him handle money would be insane um speaking of let's stay on aw for a second john moxley signs and signed an extension five years to see his his inclusion in the company um raised from from now to all the way to 2027 smartest decision he could make easily it, it just is there's no other company that's going to value him the way that they value him especially in wwe and i i don't really particularly care for a shield reunion anymore um i feel like we saw it already I, one i feel like we saw it and then it came like three years after they broke up which was not that far of a stretch right. um the shit ain't the fujis or something um so i'm not I don't actually need a shield reunion, but I think he did ultimately what's best for him. This is someone who, I mean, from what it sounds like, he's like, I'm a trainer now. I was like, did you just get more responsibilities and (laughs) to go along with this? I feel like that's not good negotiating, but um, no, I think it's a, it's a great look for him. Um, He's obviously the head of this out of anything that stuck around in the past, like month and a half of all the bullshit that went on. It's been proven that he is the top guy in AEW by far. That's his company. Yeah. And the most consistent guy in AEW by far. 
um more than the um, evps which is like you gotta think that there's there's some smoke to this fire you know that um that that fire so their roles (laughs) have to be diminished yeah (laughs) that like there has to be some smoke to all of that and and like why you know what what's been going on you need to you need to kind of rally around mocks but as this gets announced right there's another controversy in the company already Mm, talk about it and that is between andrade and sammy Guevara. Which which kind of came to a head, and I know that the war report talked about it last week, but I mean this literally happened in between us mentioning it, and then it happened literally hours after, where they reportedly got into a scuffle. Uh, you know, a lot of things have been said on online. Andrade ended up not being on the show. I would have to imagine he's probably suspended, right? Because he hasn't even been mentioned in any matches or anything coming up in AEW in the next week. I would imagine that you'd be suspended for hitting someone backstage. I would imagine in this climate that AEW is in, your people are openly hitting each other and then telling us about it. Um, (laughs) That he would be suspended for hitting someone backstage. Um, Yeah, nah, he's a... uh, But here's the thing. I feel like this was... what could, Could this have been avoided? I think that's the biggest question. Could this have been avoided? Yes, yes, it could have been avoided. You know how? Don't let them come in the same building. Don't let them appear, or 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 if they do appear, make sure that you know when Andrade is going to get there, and that you know when Sam is going to get there, and they both come in your office immediately. Right. And you, and you both sit down, and y'all both have a conversation, and y'all say, "Yo, we ain't doing this. If you're doing this, I'm finding you. I'm suspending you. Whatever, whatever. And we'll 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 figure out a punishment for this Twitter shit later." Andrade said, "But will you fire me?" And he was like, "Nah." <laughs> He said, "All right, but he asked if he would get fired. He said no, and still and still swung off on him. Come on, hey man, come on. Listen, you got job security and get to punch somebody in the face. The dream. <laughs> no, we will not fire you and and reward you for your terrible actions is exactly what Tony Khan said in his brain. No, we're not going to reward you for hitting him in the face. No, I'm not going to let you swing off on my people and then um <laughs> and then go off to the other company like the hero you are." <laughs> Should they fire him, Mills? Do you think he should fire him? Um, no, I don't think they should fire him. I think there's, a, to, me, to be honest with you, these are a lot of things that happen backstage as well. I think it's just whether we hear about it or whether we don't hear about it, these are situations that you get through. Not everyone's going to like their coworkers, and then you're going to have pieces of shit who like to talk shit and then get can't pop shit. Um, but I do think... I do, I do think just in general, these are things that happen backstage, so it's not like it's completely foreign for the wrestling company, and people have been suspended for it. I don't think he should get fired for it. I don't think he's done anything to warrant getting fired for it. Um, I think Sammy Guevara should also have some sort of reprimand, be also be reprimanded for inciting this as he well online. Much. He was actually way more profane than Andrade yeah. was. He was way, way more profane. profane and inciting it. And the only reason why it happened is because he got on Twitter and tweeted all the things out. Some of the same thing that happened with Eddie Kingston, where he decided he wanted to drop a story to, you know, Sean Ross Sapp about his side of the story. I generally do feel like in these situations, um, he should be reprimanded. 
And it doesn't seem like he's being reprimanded at all because he was in the main event of the show and he won. So <laughs> he was the one who was the pinning for all the deciding factor in all of this. So yeah. it doesn't look like he's being reprimanded in any instance of this. And at what point does Tony realize that the common denominator for all these problems is him? And, and what does he get? I mean, this, he's, he's still got a slap on the wrist for the Sasha Banks stuff. Like, I, 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 I get no, I have no clue how they... How they're gonna, how they're, how they're gonna, you know, um, kind of navigate this as this gets bigger? Because I don't think this is gonna be the last time Sammy pisses somebody off and potentially gets punched in the face. Well, yeah, also, I'm sure CM Punk was off, so they didn't have anyone handling the the the, <laughs> the HR or whatever. To Sammy, stand up for your fucking self. Why do you keep getting beat up? Hey man, he a kid. He's grown men. Is all I got to say about that. Um, but nah, I don't think he should stand up for himself. He should shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think he should. I think he should talk less. In fact, I don't think he should stand up for himself. I think he should talk less. I think he should worry about everything that's happening inside of a circle. Um, worry about that stuff. Yes, Andrade brought it up in an interview, but I don't even think that response was warranted. I think any other adult would have been like, yo, step to me over here. Like we're workers. I'm gonna see you on Wednesday. So it's not like I'm not gonna see you. Um, but the fact you took it to the internet means you wanted to make a show out of it. And I think that's the immature part about this entire situation. And, and that ass got the show. He got the whole yep. show. The whole, fu- whole, whole fucking show. show. Whole fucking show. <laughs> he got the whole thing. Um, AEW's going to be in Toronto this week. Okay. First time ever. Yeah. So have fun watching that. Uh, Only Lorcan. Oh, no, the challenge is back this week. So I'm actually... Oh, fuck. It might be cooked, huh? Yeah. Challenge is back this week. They got all the heavy hitters on. I'm tuned in. I'm locked in on Wednesday. Sorry. What is the cha- what challenge going to do when, when like, CT is like, yeah, I'm too beat up. I'm old, bro. I mean, I think that was this season. <laughs> no, nah, I think CT was filming a movie or something along those lines. I don't But um, that's a discussion. That's a long discussion for another podcast that I would love to do again. <laughs> I'm down. I'm going to start watching it, bro. I'm down. All right. Whatever. All right. Uh, let me see. Is there any more AW news? Uh, Renee Paquette is, is believed to be AW bound. Is that, does that shock you at all? No. Is that, that's a recent thing. Why would she be yeah. AW? I guess with the, she probably came with the contract. <laughs> exactly. He's like, shit. I, I mean, I run the company now. I might as well hire my boo. Yeah. Uh, listen. And then also Paige is there, so I'm sure she's a... Oh, you got to talk about Paige. But what about her? She's uh, reportedly been cleared by AEW doctors. We had AEW doctors on last week. I um, I told y'all. I don't know why y'all didn't believe me. <laughs> um, she's been cleared. So... Or at least it's been sounded that she's been cleared. She got in some physical action last week, so I would have assumed she's been cleared. Um, if I had to guess when we'll see her in the ring, there is a pay-per-view coming up next month. I'm sure she will be there. Um, whether the match will be fire, still yet to be decided. But if you're I looking got, for Paige versus Britt Baker, it will probably be at that pay-per-view. I got a real big feeling that they're going to put the title on her. Oh, absolutely. I got a real big feeling that they're going to put the title on page or Soraya or or if you're Cyrus Saray 
<laughs> she is the she is by far I think even just social media wise the most popular person in that company just easily wait what, what, more than swerve <laughs> but he brought black culture to EW oh uh, anyway only Lorcan someone that's definitely more talented than swerve rumored to be a coach at the PC I like Oni Lorcan, so I can't even be mad at this. I hope you know. I would love to see him back in the ring, but if he's not being back in, if he's not in the ring, hey, if this is what he wants to do, hopefully this is something he gets to do. But I love Oni Lorcan, so I wish him the best in all the things that he does. Yes, I, I want to send a, a special uh, my condolences to to the to the friends and family of Sarah Lee as well. She passed away last week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, former tough enough. Former tough enough com- contestant. Um, shocking. She was only thirty. Only thirty years That's old. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Leaves behind a whole family. So you know, our condolences to uh, to her family. Um, it's, it's insane. Like it's you know, it's crazy. What are your thoughts on? Um, I don't know if I want to t- talk about this now or actually let's talk about the, the new commentary team. Let's talk about the new commentary team. Okay. Uh, new commentary team. We're all across WWE on raw. You have Kevin Patrick, Corey Graves, SmackDown. You have Wade Barrett who debuted last Friday and, uh, mm-hmm. and, Mark and on, on, on NXT, you have Vic Joseph and Booker T. I've yet to see this Vic Joseph and Booker T <laughs> team up. Yeah, we're gonna get a taste of that tonight. <laughs> gotta get a taste of that. Um, but I do think. Do I think it was time for a shakeup? Honestly, I think if you go in our Discord, probably one of the most hated people is Jimmy Smith and his lack of ability to emote in any way that um, affects or could propel a story. In any way, um, Jimmy Smith uh, quickly after you know getting released, <laughs> let us know that he saw his release coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know the funniest part about that release is that tri- the the story was from him is that Triple H actually slipped up and gave a note to Jimmy that he needed to pass to Cole instead about Matt Riddle have, having beat John Jones before twice. And Jimmy was like, "What I got? What I got to give this to Cole?" And he was like, "Oh, oh, I'm not going to be in the pay per view on, on Saturday." <laughs> the funny oh, thing, I'm about actually it, getting fired. Fuck. On Extreme Rules, Cole still says that line <laughs> because he's a pro. <laughs> he's a motherfucking they, pro. They did, they did not care that Jimmy had basically clued us in that that line was coming, and they did not hey, switch man. it up. It, it was exactly how he said it was going to be delivered too. Hey man, listen. Michael Cole's a pro. I'm not mad at the commentary teams. I'm not mad at the pay-per-view teams. I do still miss um, Pat McAfee. Um, I do still miss him. I hope he does come back. I hope there's room for him when he comes back. He's definitely coming back. <laughs> Let's not hope here. He okay. is coming back. I can He's, hope. Let me hope, damn. <laughs> remember, he signed a long-term deal right before he got that deal. So he is coming back. Hey man, he got bags in all different directions. At this point, he could do whatever he wants. That's it. Well, you don't break contracts. <laughs> like you gotta... He might be. He might be able to afford to do one. 
Um, but nah, they'll sue the shit out of him. Yeah, 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 but I know I only say that because I know Michael Cole hates three person, three man boots, which is why everything is a two man booth now. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what happens if when Pat McAfee eventually does come back. I got the feeling that Wade will probably someone is definitely um going to go back and if i had to think of anyone that was going to probably go back wade is probably going to go back to nxt and booker t is probably going to leave the booth when pat mcafee's back okay i could see that but i was i don't know i also feel like how many times do people just like go back down to nxt and also booker t is did this thing where i remember initially for the first raw draft um, David Otunga was supposed to be calling Monday Night Raw, and then David Otunga was out filming a movie, so Booker T was supposed to fill in for him for a number of weeks. It never left. It never fucking left. It was like a <laughs> movie for you. And suddenly David Otunga was on like a kickoff show and, and not calling Raw at all. Um, so that was fun. So I don't think Booker T will be able to give up his seat that easily. He's got all his kids there. He's got his Roxanne's and his that's Chris true. Williams and that all these other people. That is a, that's a good ass point too. Yeah, that, yeah. that is. A um, I I I have no pro- I had no complaints with Wade. I thought he he really helped deliver um up like potent quotes on the NXT talent that, that showed up or, or that was already on the show on SmackDown. I thought he did great. I thought and again Cole's such a, a such a pro that he can work with work well with anyone. But I like Wade. Wade was still his NXT self. And that's what I enjoy. He seemed very natural. And on and on Monday, I, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I really I, I really thought KP did a, did a good job. I think I think KP is kind of like a real Michael Cole student. And and, and by that Aren't I mean they he was, all are. But, but I mean like like a real like he was he sounded basically like Michael like Michael Cole but Irish. You know what I'm saying? Don't like they he, all do. <laughs> like, no, no. Rich Brennan, Tom Phillips, everybody, all of them have budded off of Michael Cole. All these they, weird. They Hold on, they learn from him. But I, my point was, mm-hmm. he, he took that, he took that to a point where it sounded like Vic don't completely sound like Michael Cole when he's when he's plugging things and he's taking you to commercial and shit like that. Like. There was even moments where I was like, yo, that nigga didn't know the move, the name of the move. And he did just what Michael Cole did and just called it like a maneuver. <laughs> like he he did the same amount of stuff. Like a, li- a lot of the people there will try and learn the moves. I'm not saying KP don't know him, but like I felt like he sounded to me more like, oh, it was almost like Michael Cole had never left. And I felt like him and Corey had really good chemistry. And I think more than anything, Corey working with someone that's not as developed as a Cole or a Byron actually kind of makes him look better. And I felt like he was kind of the, the he was, I mean, not to say he wasn't owning it when Jimmy was there, because he definitely was after a couple of weeks, but he's actually seeming to me more like the the, the seasoned vet where he's carrying th- the shit on his own. I think he, you can tell when um, Corey Graves is like fed up with someone on commentary, you can look at the Jimmy Smith because he would just directly talk to Byron and it would just be him and Byron going back and forth and Jimmy <laughs> Smith just calling whatever. You can also look when they had the announced team of Cole, Coach, and Graves where they did not give a fuck about Coach at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were just like, catch up, nigga. Um, <laughs> and they would just like crack jokes amongst themselves and stuff like that. Um but you know what? It's a solid tag team. Shout out to Kathy Kelly. She's back. You know, the the, the android that she is, um, she is back. 
Byron Saxon's doing backstage for Raw as well. Um, no word on Sarah Schreiber. Haven't found her. Hasn't said anything. <laughs> I, it's, it's pretty safe to assume yeah, if, if your ass was not named in that little uh, sure PR thing, then your ass is not around. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping Sarah Schreiber's still around. I really did enjoy her. Let's see. She's good. Mega Morant, I'm backstage. How do you feel about her backstage on SmackDown? Repeat that one more time. You broke up. Mega Morant on SmackDown. Um, I don't know. I don't really see her as like a person. Is what about Byron? I I don't know what that means. What about Byron? <laughs> Byron is a character. I see him as a person. Um, Megan Morant is Mega Morant is no different to me than the microphone. <laughs> Christ, I thought she had a little bit of press. I would, I would, I would, I would ask for you to go back and um and check her out on Friday. I thought, I thought she actually brought a brought a little bit of um a little bit of personality to that role. But I also felt like her facials were way over the top. Where I was just like, okay, calm the facial, like the animated shit down. I think she's better than Sarah Schreiber. I think Sarah Schreiber was too on the nose. It was giving me very much so like newscast woman um, talking to WWE superstars kind of thing. And I was just like, nah, I kind of want someone who's a character. I need someone who's going to react. I need someone who's going to be part of the act. And to be honest, Megan Moran hasn't brought that yet. And I'm looking for it. So I don't know if you got to get slime thrown on your head or slapped by, you know, Bailey or something. But you got to get in the show. Got to get in the game. We're in a, we're making sports entertainment here. Come on. Okay, talking like you're her boss. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, one thing before I get to Extreme Rules, because I know that people haven't heard my thoughts on the show. Um, what were your thoughts on the, the MJF, Kanye West, anti-Semitism, slavery? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he said it. So in case anyone doesn't know, um, Kanye recently, I mean, he's, he's off his meds clearly again. Um, MJ and the tweets that MJF made are actually deleted too. But uh, MJF basically went on Twitter and said in response to these anti-Semitic tweets, because didn't Kanye like go to bed saying tomorrow, I'm going to go death con three on Jews. And then he woke up defending Iran. And I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> Or defending I Israel. I can't find. I can't follow this. I have not followed him actively since like 2018 or 19, um, because I can't keep up with all the things. Clearly, he has a lot of mental health issues that need to be addressed, and I think he needs someone. I think he has enough money where he can cut off anybody who's maybe trying to offer that kind of help. Um, yeah because he doesn't have to necessarily depend on anyone for any kind of sustenance or, or, or depend on them for anything. Um, but I do think he has a very, 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 very serious mental health problem. And that's all I'll say about that. Cause I have not followed him. I don't support most of the things that he says. I think he talks like a heretic from time to time. Um, I think, yeah, he, he, he needs to, he needs definitely needs some help. Um, and the comment that he made, it's very rare that you hear professional wrestlers talking about things similar like that, especially like religion. Um, it, uh, I mean, 
being Jewish. I mean, their their experience. Being Jewish, yeah, being Jewish in their experience. Um, I guess because there's very few, very few Jewish people in professional wrestling. Um, besides Paul Heyman, I mean, they got Bill Goldberg, so they already got <laughs> the strongest man on earth. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's very rare you hear people kind of talk about that. Um, well, he 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 got on he got online. And he basically said, Kanye calling Jewish people horrifying doesn't shock me. What shocks me is how little we as a society talk about anti-Semitism. Uh, it, to put things in perspective, slavery was very recent and the flight of POC is still rampant. End of slavery, 1865. End of Holocaust, 1945. And I said, <laughs> If he wanted to maintain this point, he could have avoided actually using slavery. That's, That's what just I never say. That's never a good argument to make. I no, know he was never. trying to... He was trying to cover his ass by by basically saying, like, "Oh no, wait, 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 wait!" You know, people of color. Are still we got a top two. Yeah, but it, but again, we we, we don't want to. We don't want to. Um, you never want to trauma shit. You know what I'm saying? Trauma compare or compare traumas. You know what I'm saying? Like right. That that just that just never goes well. You know. So um, it was just I just want to know what you thought about. It. I know a lot of people got on him about it. Um. I feel like it was one of those situations where it was like, yeah, I, I feel like your heart was in the right place, but what a weird time for you to break kayfabe and do that after all of the insane things you've said in character. <laughs> like this is what this is what breaks your character is is doing this. Like I've heard you say some wild shit before. Uh, that's funny. Anyway, Extreme Rules it was last Saturday. You guys had a spaces for it. How'd that go? Spaces went well. Um, we kept it to a four-man booth for the most part. It ended up feeling like um, NBA on TNT for whatever reason. <laughs> Arne, Arne, Arne. <laughs> Me, Dion, Max, and um, shout out to everyone who showed up and listened to us speak about Extreme Rules, which to me was a pay-per-view that it was okay um in my opinion it was just like strongly okay nothing um besides the opening match and maybe the second act in Finn Balor and Edge nothing really wowed me or pushed me in any direction oh i guess the ladder match too yeah the ladder match was cool i thought it was i thought it was like a like a solid 7 um i i think that there was definitely like the middle portion of it that was kind of like yeah yeah, it's, it's kind of dragging for, for me a bit. I, I watched it also in sections during the day. So, like, I couldn't actually watch it all at once. So, I, I watched it during sections. So, I was able to kind of um, have my thoughts congeal over time. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the, the, the opening match is insane. One of the best opening matches of the year to me. Um, and, and that's just following up on the main event. Like, these guys are working. Like, Sheamus and Gunther were working <laughs> over the weekend. But um, I, I, really, I really thought that the, um, the Liv and Ronda match I think your mileage may vary on it, but I actually quite enjoyed it. Uh, I thought that it did feel like a, a like a fight uh, in a lot of ways. It, it, it wasn't crisp, but but like I thought that even getting up to like the finish, I thought worked really well in terms of like Liv did everything she could she could, and she just couldn't she couldn't stop her. You know, I, I thought that was a really good story to, to tell, and I thought she looked good even in a loss there. I don't um, have to watch that match again because I did not think. Um, it was the best um, mesh of styles. And I think Liv Morgan, in a sense, 
working a little bit out of her element. If I can maybe say that. She got to um, try. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. Of course she got to try, but it's definitely like working out of her element and it showed. I think that's a little bit more um, of what it said. Things got a little, it was very aggressive, but it wasn't like, I, 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 I don't know. It felt like a couple of things were missing. I love the ending though. The ending was pretty cool. The ending was good. Um, I, I thought that I've seen mixed things about the, the strap match. I think strap matches are extremely, and I said this last week, they're extremely hard to book. Especially if you're using, if you're not using the the um, the ring post rule, because you lose a lot of that drama. I thought that Karrion needed that win for sure. I don't think it was gonna convert anyone that wasn't already on the, you know, on the um, on board with him already, which is probably like ten people. But I think that it was effective in showing that okay, he's able to not look like a goof for a whole fucking ten minutes. I know a lot of people were upset about the the mace thing. Like, what? So someone said, like, well, if you had the mace, why did you wait ten minutes to use it? And I was like, wasn't he like he in danger of losing the match? <laughs> so why would, like, like I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why Scarlett would, would have to use it unless he was in danger, unless she was confident enough in him to. But I was like, that was just a, a minor nitpick. I saw. I was just like, that was just such a weird thing to be upset about. I think they. I think this match. All right, so I'll definitely from the 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 live experience. Shout out to Donnie. Um, who's front row wearing our shirt at the show. So shout out to Donnie. You can follow me at Donnie Fails. Um, who was front row. And he was just like, yeah, people weren't into the Karen Cross Drew McIntyre match at all. <laughs> like, it, and I could see it. I mean, it, it's very clear. To me, it'll probably run better as a SmackDown main event at some point. He's got work to do. Because you got to remember his character was just so much beaten into the ground. Um, I, 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 I get the concern for Drew, but I also get that, like, what is he, what, if, if not having this, if he's not going to have the title, then what's he going to do? And and I think Drew, I think KO, I think Seth, especially Seth are really more than anyone casualties of, of this, this long Roman run, because if there was a title involved, there'd be more heat, there'd be more reason for you to care about it. You know, and, and right now there just isn't many reasons for people to care about this program and they need to make someone care about it. But I didn't I didn't I didn't hate the match, but it wasn't it was just firmly I to me. You know, it wasn't yeah, like it the was strong. It was, it was a strong yeah. eye, you know, strong and, and eye, I strong eye. more than anything, I'm willing to see the carrying thing out because I do like the, the rebranding of his character. I think it's, I think it's it's effective to me. But if the matches aren't hitting, then, you know, I got to call a spade a spade. You know what I'm saying? Right, and right, say right, right. This just ain't it. I'm willing to give it a chance, but they need to show me something. Um, what was after the, the latter match? I mean, generational. What what more can I say? I thought it was I thought it was a, a strong contender of, of for my match of the night, probably number two. Um, poor Bailey on that fucking last ladder spot. Jesus Christ. I was like, is she okay? <laughs> so all right, sell me on because this was my only I said when I was talking in the spaces, I said I had Outside of the maybe the opening match, maybe even the opening match, I had at least one problem with every match on this show. Um, and to me, the problem that I had with this match was the lack of Asuka and Alexa, to me. Um, did you feel like that was something that was a misstep, or do you feel like that was something that probably could have been either addressed, or maybe they could have came out and even the odds? Um, I know they want to look Bianca look strong, but I feel like now you kind of do it at the I'm not saying it's completely burying Alexa and Asuka, but I do feel like you spent 
the last eight weeks with them as a trio and then suddenly they're not there and then you just slam dunk all three of them by yourself. I feel like it should have been at least a dress of why they weren't there. Um, didn't Oscar get hurt? I mean, they all got beat up on Monday. Oscar for sure got her damn old knee torn off. Or out, yeah, but she came. She came out later that night. I mean, they could have said. I mean, what, what would you have felt differently if they said they both got hurt on Monday? Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that, I, I probably. I don't know if, I, I don't know if that would have changed your opinion if they would have said that. Um, I think it would have made it. Uh, it probably wouldn't have, but I think. I think it at least warranted some sort of response, or I think it would have warranted them at least coming out because it made no sense to me. Like you do this for seven weeks and then you just drop it out of nowhere. Like why couldn't Bianca Belair just be all three of these bitches up by herself for the last eight weeks? And why they gotta be bitches? Oh, I'm sorry, these women, strong women, strong, sexy, powerful. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> I, I honestly don't see a issue with it. I think there you are. You are building Bianca to be a otherworldly superstar on the level of a Cena, a Stone Cold Steve Austin, a Becky Lynch, even that she can do all of these things on her own. I've seen this type of shit before. So have you? We've seen people beat the odds. I, I I've don't. Seen it. I, don't I, I don't think that Bianca beating the odds is a is something that I don't believe in. It at this point, I said it even in the chat after I watched the match. I said there's no way I'm betting against her in any match at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like that she is the female star of the company that's where she is that's where she's at at this point it's just all about getting her reps up and making sure to get like my thing with bianca right now is like yeah she could lose the title right now and but i need to see her get more reigns like she needs to get more reigns under her belt in order for her to kind of you know for people to consider her oh shit like charlotte got like 12 you know what i'm saying i I don't think she needs to have like a bunch of empty ones like charlotte does but i want to see bianca kind of face off against different more you know, like powerful women that, that, that have come up or, or do come up like I, I think that the, the Bailey thing again runs into another issue where it's like y'all had y'all first match in a stipulation match how do we get y'all to the regular match that I know y'all are about to have you know what I'm saying so uh, hopefully we see that come up soon um I quit match high drama high drama I feel like it was one of those situations where Edge was overthinking it in the first half, like like we we know him to do when he's overthinking shit too much. But it ended up. I don't even. Really, no, go ahead, go ahead. And, and again, I quit matches are a tough stipulation, Mills. Yeah, no, a lot I agree. And, a and lot I, of the time, you're waiting, and you you have someone having to talk every five minutes or five seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was kind of my problem with the match, especially just the first half of that match. Is that like one? I think the referee was too liberal and start like putting the mic in people's faces. Like man gets hit by a big boot and he's asking him, do he quit? And I'm just like, all right, relax. Like, come on, relax my guy. He's like, I'm just trying to do my job. Um, but it's really the second act of this match. And I call this the first act and the second act because edge very story driven, um, very extra. This is the only 30 minute match on the card. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, there was the first act, which was the actual wrestling match, and then there was the next act, which was all the hullabaloo and jazz. How did you feel about that part? It was, en- it was enjoyable. I thought I was like, "Damn, Pin- I was like, I was like, Finn's really gonna lose." 
And I thought it was great that they took that on that journey because it looked like Finn was going to win with the handcuffs. And then Beth saves. Thank you. And then Beth saves her. um, Beth saves him from the handcuffs. And then the tides turn again. So I thought it was a great journey. Great trip. If they could have gave us that in the 10 in the first 10 minutes and then it was only a 20 minute match, it probably would have been one of my matches of the year. Because it, 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 it was it, this was a few that deserved it. It it deserved all of this, right? It deserved all of the characters that they've been intertwining with for the past three to five months in one thing. You know what I'm saying? And and it it all made sense with Edge, with the Mysterios. This was this was honestly it was like three different story threads at once going on. And you get to, and I think we had kind of called that it's either going to be Ray or Beth that's going to make. And you, it actually they actually went with your sick ass plan, which I didn't think they were going to do. Hey man, when you got it, you got it, baby. Come on. It went with your sick ass plan. I thought it was gonna be Ray, but I, but I, but it makes sense that it it, it would be Beth. I just didn't think that they would they would fly her out for that. But Let you know, meet they, up Ray. Come on. They 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 use they use Beth to do that. Edge finally said, and and then again, it was the it was that point. He says it in the promo. There's no way you can physically make me say I quit Judgment Day. Did it, and they did it mentally, emotionally. They made him emotionally and mentally quit. And I thought that that was effective for that crew. I looked at this as kind of like their coming out party. And I said this last week. I said they need this win. They need to win and they need to look good. And they need to look like fucking world beaters. And they finally, I feel like they finally arrived. And and where where this crew was after Mania to to now is night and day. And I think they're finally they're, they're cooking with gas. I, I really fucked with it. Um I think the second half propelled this match over four to me, four stars to me. But um main event. Fight pit. I enjoyed the shit too, man. I, I thought that it was. I thought Rollins really was effective in working his style to a a match without ropes. This is another hard. I think that's the thing with the extreme rules. These are really hard stipulations outside of the extreme rules match to actually judge because they're very storyline driven matches. Yeah, I don't think I was into this match at all. I think I was still reeling off of the end of the last match, and I was tuned into this match, but. They did a lot of stuff that's like, like when they go up to the top, like there's no one that could result there. And then Daniel Cormier is like, looks like friggin' Carl Winslow. Like Super Mario. Like, Super Mario <laughs> like he's a, and then it kind of ended. So <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. Um, the, the, the abru- I don't get the abrupt you know ending. What? You know what? I was also waiting for the Fiend to show up. That's what I was waiting for. I was like, okay, who's he going to attack? I, I, I don't I don't get the abrupt ending thing because that's how MMA matches end. Like that that's literally like Seth couldn't get out the hold and that's why he had to he he had to lay it down. There was no ropes, there was no rope breaks. That's why he slammed him to the gauge. He slammed him down. He said, There's nowhere for me to go. I can't get out the hold, so he had to tap. Like I, I, I thought it was effective in showing that the fight pick can end at any time because you, the your 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 resources and your surroundings around you are are your enemy. And I thought that that was a really good way to show that like you know, when Seth doesn't have any more bullshit, like he couldn't go to the top no more. He couldn't do any, you know what I'm saying? He couldn't do any of that stuff no more to get out. He can't leave. He had to face Riddle in the middle and he could not beat him in the middle. And I thought that was a really effective story to show. Um, and then at the end, of course, you had uh, the Bray Wyatt thing, which I thought was, it was just it was high drama, high art, high, whatever you want to call it. Extremely effective in bringing him back. It was giving thought- Donda. <laughs> I was I was extremely pleased with how they did this. These people were they missed him. Okay? Like they really missed this guy. And 
I really hope that they know what to do this time with him. Triple H said it to Ariel Hawani a couple of weeks ago. He said that, you know, Bray is a genius. You just have to know how to cultivate that genius. You have to, you have to, you have to know how to, how to position the, the weapon of his own mind because he gets, he gets too wrapped up in his own head. I thought this was concise to me, showing all of the different eras of, of Bray Wyatt and basically just wiping them clean. It's over. All those characters are done with. I, I thought that him coming out with the lantern, still blowing the, like, we don't know what the character is right now. He's, he's, we, we have no clue what it is. It's probably some concoction he made up in his mind. That bell got a ring, Mills. And I'm wondering what they're going to do when that happens. Raw or SmackDown? He's going to be on SmackDown. That's nasty. Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, you know what? Fair. He can't take up as much real estate on SmackDown as he does on and, Raw. And there's going to be weeks where Roman's not there. So yeah, you, got yeah. two, you got two surefire guys that can That's bring in Bray Wyatt. Baby. You don't need no damn Bray Wyatt. Shut the hell up. Like that's still Roman. <laughs> that's still Roman. You 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 have time to to do that. My thing is is that I we've seen heal Bray Wyatt so much. If they're going back to that, I am almost immediately not interested in what they're gonna what they're gonna be doing. However, what the, what could they position him as in SmackDown? Then that's a show that already has a bunch of spooky niggas. We've already we're already seeing the Vikings hey. are on the way back. Hey. You got to remember what season we're in, okay? We're in Saudi season. Mm-hmm. We're in Saudi season. Let that be your guide of who this man will face in one month, less than a month at this point, at the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. He getting, he getting, he, he, he getting his lick back against Goldberg? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be hot. Yeah, that'll be fire. <laughs> um, let me see. I'll look it up. Let's see. Who's on SmackDown? Ugh, I hope it's not Braun. Please, God, don't let it be Braun. Do rosters even matter anymore? Like at this point. Yes, they matter. I don't know why people keep saying rosters don't matter. Yes, they matter. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. No one is hopping shows and just like, okay, I'm on this show now. No one's hey, doing that. Hey, Amen. I see a lot of Sami Zayn. Just, you ain't got no title. What you that's doing on the show? With a group that's allowed to float. <laughs> you ain't got no title. What you doing, baby? <laughs> He's with a group that is allowed to float. That is, there is very loose rules on specific people because they have all the titles or because they have a title that allows them to float. This right, is. So you don't got to get hot. You don't got to get hot. These not the again because I had this conversation again on, on the in the chat. Are, are these not the rules that they have established clearly right here? They've been they've been sticking to the rules. Now, granted, they could all blow it up tomorrow, and and, and if that, in that in that case, I'll, I'll eat crow for that. But they have established that if you're with a group that's allowed to float, they pretty much let you go wherever you want to go. All right, then how about this? Explain this, then, genius. All right. Last Friday on SmackDown, we saw the debut of a brand new group on SmackDown, and they had a brand new girl featured to the group was previously on Raw. Grant, I'm, I don't care about the other thing. This is just a segue. Who was previously on Raw, but now is on SmackDown. Legato Del Fantasma makes their debut on SmackDown. Hey, man. You injure it, you get to come back wherever you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte's going to be like, listen, I'm good. I'm good in any hood. It'll all be explained. I hope this girl is not in Chick-fil-A. Um, 
sorry, my niece just texted me. I need ten dollars. I was like, you better be getting more stuff from me. Um, all right, so that I mean, we had a couple things on SmackDown, so it, it, it just is what it is. Legato del Fantasma on SmackDown. Um, no, that was kind of. I mean, I guess the Intercontinental Title match. That's my niece screaming in the background. If you hear, um, yeah, she she too is also mad. <laughs> <laughs> very very hot about people going from show to show. All right, um, well, let's go to maybe Raw. Let's go to Raw. Well, no, SmackDown. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, what where where where, where are we landing on the IC title match? Where, where how'd you feel about it? Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, skip past the, that. Like the, the, the tap the tap thing should be a bigger thing. I'm sure it will be. Even when I saw the tap, I was like, yo, did he just tap? And it was like, no, this was a Brazilian tap. I said, listen, I don't know nothing about no Brazilians, man. <laughs> I don't know about Brazilian wax and, and BBLs. I don't know about Brazilian taps, man. These Brazilian niggas be coming up with everything. But I, I thought that, it, but again, it was, it, was a, it was a great match that showed Gunther get desperate. Because Sheamus came as close, he, he came closer than he had ever come to actually beating him uh, for the IC title. And he had to actually resort to, to um, nefarious means in order to get that title back. But um, I don't know if it was as good as the first one, but it was still, in terms of just the quality of every other match in the company, it's definitely, it'll, it'll probably end up being in a top 10 somewhere because it was just great. The only thing that fucks it up, of course, is, is with anything, the commercial breaks, as always, fucks these matches up for me. Like, it's hard to rate these matches with the commercial breaks for me. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, nah, you're right. You're right. Commercial breaks, they, they take me out of it every single time. If, if you in the ring, when, I, when, when the commercial goes on and uh, when I come back, you out the ring and, and the nigga hurt, I'm like, all right, man, what, what happened? <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. It's, it's almost like I, I, I jump forward in time and I, I miss out on everything. But uh, Legato del Fantasma, facing off his hit roll, we've seen this before. I can't think of a better team that they that, that that can bounce off of them in order to take some losses. I just need for again, Mills, I just need for the, the tag title situation to get cleared up. I mean, Vikings are clearly the number one contenders. Am I wrong? The Vikings? They beat the New Day three times in a row. What do you know? One of them got hurt. There was no, there's no doubt in my mind. These are the number one contenders. I don't care if they're heel or not. Like they beat the New Day three times in a row. There were no hey, what was that? I said, hey, man, we got a lot of teams on SmackDown. And, and they beat them all. Anyway. They beat Lotharios already. They should they should be MMM. There's no problem with that. Speaking of that, LA Knight is back. <laughs> Nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I this was never my name. I'm LA Knight. Goodbye. <laughs> it just walked away. Well, listen, listen. Elias is back, too. You see how they did that? <laughs> the, the beard is back. Maybach Coop is back. Let the whole world know that Elias is back. <laughs> um, but no, the Vikings should they should get a title shot. Legato should be in 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 that in that position. Don't just stick them as tag guys, man. Give give Santos something. Santos versus Ricochet is gonna go crazy. Okay. Yeah, it will. It will. Well. Oh, oh, you know, oh yeah, I see. I shouldn't have said Ricochet, huh? No, 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 no. I had Chick Fil A on my brain. Sorry, sorry. Um, this is insane. My niece is a grown person. Um, okay, Monday Night Raw. Monday Night live, Raw, live from the Barclays Center, Brooklyn. Um, 
This was Shout a, out to the wrestling school. Shout out to the wrestling school. They're in there like swimwear. A Mills, this was a this was a very storyline centric raw. Very very few that? matches this week. <laughs> see how that works? You see what very they few do? This week, okay. I said, oh, Mills is 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 fucking wet for this one right now. They were, they were making it do what it do, baby. Come on. Had the had the further uh kind of storyline with the with the bloodline and, and Jay and, and Sammy. Uh, I mean, I'm riddle, there, riddle, riddle a real one was saying, I know we had that stipulation, but come on. <laughs> that's, that's that continuity editor they just hired at WWE. They said, I, 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 <laughs> I know you, I know we had that storyline, but come on. You know, you want to face me for the title. You know, it's in Brooklyn, baby. Come on. Um, so that, that happens. Main event, uh, that, that's actually the main event of the show. Uh, Jay, you know, clearly listening to Sammy. There, there's a lot of stuff going there. There's a lot of places they can go with the Jay and Sammy and, and Jimmy thing. Jimmy is fucking hilarious, okay? He is the funniest. I, I know people love Sammy, but Jimmy is hilarious. Like, when he's when Sammy says, Jimmy's cool, and he has, like, this shit-eating grin, like, yeah, I'm cool. Hey, man. <laughs> Did the handshake, people pop for it? Listen, oh, that was man. a great opening segment. Listen, if you're going to waste 25 minutes of my time, it better be entertaining, I'll tell you that. All right. Um, you had, you had uh, listen, what are they doing, Austin? Austin Theory? Lose? It's, it's very clear. It's very clear that he's not cashing in anytime soon. He's losing crazy. Like, losing, like, a lot. He, I think he's lost, like, half of his matches in SummerSlam. That's fine. But find something for him to do. The thing is, is you know what? There's no threat of him actually cashing in right now. I mean, I guess he could do it in Saudi Arabia. I guess. Highly doubt it. But he just, to me, just... If he gets the title at this point, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing. <laughs> like, he has, to get a, he has to get a shorter reign than Liv if he gets the title here. <sighs> yeah, more and than like likely. I said, like I said, Liv got the 90 day special, the money in the bank 90 day special. It, it never fails. It's always 90 days. Anyway, um, Johnny Gargano defeats uh defeats Austin Theory. I thought it was solid. I think Johnny's starting to get his his, his legs under him. He, he was moving a little slow, but hopefully he he starts to get back to his form. I, I did not know he wasn't really like wrestling like that. He wasn't doing nothing when he was off. So hopefully he gets his his, his legs back under him. Um judgment day segment. Ray Mysterio is out there. He beats uh, Chad Gable. Dominic comes out. Hit me. Makes Ray cry. Get the fuck out of here, Ray. Goodbye. Judgment Day comes out. AJ Styles comes out. Streetwear Finn, you know, by the way. And when you know it, when you know it, the good brothers are back. <laughs> WWE. That was nasty. I didn't like that. AJ is gonna know. make sure they're gonna make he's gonna make sure his boys eat, bro. Them, I I get it, but also that's nasty. I ain't I ain't really care for them to be honest with you. I didn't, I didn't at all. It is what it is. Hey man, I, I don't really got a problem with Carl Anderson, but Gallows is the absolute shits. <laughs> like he is absolutely terrible. They both like I'm sure they're I don't know I don't even know if I guess maybe they're nice people but I I don't know something about them is just like it don't it don't sit right with me. I don't know. Yeah. They're not like terrible. 
And I also feel like when they left, they did nothing to kind of like raise their stock or like, nah, like they like, like they like cosplayed Kevin Nash and, and Scott Hall for like two years. And then came back. <laughs> yeah. the and they came back. See, this is what I'm talking about. Oh, we never come back. Oh, never come back. Blah, blah, blah. Podcast. Blah, 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 blah. And then come back for the bag. Like, yo, as chums, again, you know? Whatever. Get the bag. Get the bag, man. I I can't. I, I'm not mad at it. Um, I don't want to see no tag matches. <laughs> well, this is all for, like, the, the six-man Donnybrook matches, which I think that, like, they're really good at. Um, I just don't know when this storyline is over what their what what their need is. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's my thing. This is so overwrapping with the Rey Mysterio storyline. So if they do a six man tag with Judgment Day, what does Rey Mysterio do? <laughs> I would imagine that that singles match is coming sooner than later. So I think we'll have an I'm answer sure. for that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it's definitely probably at Crown Jewel or something that is coming. Um, but I don't know. It's just weird. They're like integrate, and then Edge isn't finished with Judgment Day neither. So, what what happens there? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's it, they're like seamlessly thinking all these feuds, and then like it works from week to week. But also in the grand scheme of things, it's like okay, like so what are we really like? What are we ending? You just beat up this man's wife. So like, how are we getting there? I, I don't- I do not see the problem with Judgment Day having multiple avenues and multiple feuds. No, nah, I'm not saying that it's necessarily a problem. I'm just saying like it's confusing because it's like, okay, where do we go? All right, is it an Edge feud or is it a Rey Mysterio feud or is there's it a... There's an Edge feud that has been primarily maybe Damien and Finn. And well, actually, no, all three of them. Fuck, it's yeah, all three, all of, them. three of them. They kicked them in the balls. Yeah, remember that? That's fine. <laughs> They can have an edge feud. They can they they have beef with everyone on the roster. That's how you set up an effective heel group where it's like there's no there's there's no there's there's, there's no one that could come out and be a surprise as to why they don't like the Judgment Day because no, they've been beefing with all the baby faces. So I think that if you have all of them, I, there's nothing wrong with them having a blow off with Edge, winning that or or losing that, having a blow off with AJ in the in the club, winning that, or and then the Rey Mysterio thing that's handled by Dominic. I I think that there there's very clear avenues they could go if they choose to go there, but in terms of you got to remember you got to remember uh, Milos, this is a show that does not have a title, it does not have a world title right now, so they have to fill that time with feuds. Oh, that's fine. I understand that. <laughs> I understand this completely. I understand the logistics of it of why you would do it. I'm just saying for story purposes, it's a little bit all over the place. I think it could you know be focused in a way. Um, that makes it seem, you know, a little bit more, it feels like all three of these people, three of these people having their own separate feuds against this one group. And, but they're all, I don't know. It's just very, it's kind of confusing. It's kind of confusing to me. Not necessarily, it's not necessarily a big problem, but it's a little confusing. But they have separate reasons to not fuck with these, with, with of these course. people. Of course. But when you're like, okay, what, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, What's what's next? You had you had a uh, Bailey versus Candice. Uh, Candice getting a getting a, a very rare pinfall over Bailey. Uh, and, and, uh, and I, mean, I, I forgot she won that match. <laughs> well, she got that's because Bailey got her heat back literally immediately after that happened. Um, it looks like I would have been hot like, if I went to Brooklyn to watch Bianca Belair get her ass beat in two minutes. <laughs> uh, 
I guess. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, I, 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 why would you be mad at that? I mean, you know it's raw. Like, it's part of the story. I get the logistics of it. <laughs> I love Bianca Belair. I would have been hot <laughs> if she came and got her ass beat in two minutes as opposed to doing any other cool Bianca Belair-esque shit. Uh, what else happened on the show? Oh, Miz, his birthday party. Hey, man. It was set up that uh, next week Miz goes against uh, goes against uh, Dexter Loomis. If Loomis wins, he gets a WWE contract. I'm like, didn't he fucking already have one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to talk, some- talk about something that doesn't make sense week to week? It's this. I feel like Road Dog suddenly making a match out of nowhere to me didn't make sense. I was like, nigga, who are you? <laughs> like, I, I I guess so. Um, this this I think judging by the crowd response, it's clear that they're ready for something new in this feud. Um, because I don't think this birthday bash went the way that they anticipated for it to go. Nor it do I feel muted in his usual stuff, and that's because he's facing off against an act that. Nobody knows anything about. <laughs> right. But I also feel like we're building up for what? Like, at the end of the day, I love Dexter Loomis. He's very much so more character-driven. But we're building up to this in-ring debut, and I'm like, yo, y'all, y'all seen Dexter Loomis in the ring, right? <laughs> it's like, he's not, like, great. Um, but he's, he's, not, he's not bad. He's in a lyrical miracle now. Not at all. Nah, he's not a lyrical miracle at all. So I'm, I'm not even – I can't even say I'm looking forward to this match – because I don't even know what it's gonna be. To be I'm honest, sensing, I'm sensing that um, Champa will probably return here. I don't. I don't think he gets an easy path to the to the contract here. Okay, that would be nice. Champa's been out for a, for a minute. I'm, I'm I'm sure he'll be back soon. Uh, and I think after that, like pretty much the DX stuff. DX stuff was. No, no, no. Was, you gotta talk about you gotta talk about big bees. You know. Who? Big Brock, Big Bobby. Oh my God! Duh! Big bags, come on, big bags, big Brock, big Bobby. That was like a big story in there. So uh, Bobby Lashley comes out for his match against Seth Rollins. Brock Lesnar comes out, f fives Bobby Lashley like three times, puts him in the Kimura arm lock, and basically breaks his arm. Seth Rollins then comes out and says, "You're a disgrace to your fucking country." They proceed to have like a three minute match in which Seth Rollins wins the United States title, his first title in over nine hundred days. Good for him, Sean. You can last long without a championship. <laughs> and still be hot. Still be hot. That's, that's from COVID all the way to like the now. Listen, still on top. You know what I'm saying? And the last title we won was a tag team championship with Buddy fucking Murphy. Um, so, you know, he's making it work wherever. Um, it was good to see Seth win. Um, Bobby versus Brock is going to be interesting. Uh, is this. Is this the no? This isn't the first time ever. They had it at Royal Rumble, right? Royal Rumble, yeah. I mean, niggas. I've seen people in our own Discord ask for this, and I and I have never been to. There are two Bobby feuds that I'm not like super enthused to see. Um, one of them is a Roman feud because they both have like the same finisher, so it's just like it's, it's like a weird feud to have. It's like Stone Cold facing off against someone who also uses this like 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 the like the KO thing worked because he was trying to say he had the better stunner. Right, that he was like, he was taking that. He was like, I'm taking that because I'm taking your shit. Right, right, right. 
the the Bobby Roman thing is kind of weird because it's like they both have like the same setups. Like they both kind of work the same kind of power style. It, I don't think it would work. And while I thought that Bobby Brock originally, I don't know if you remember the match at Royal Rumble, it was fine. I wasn't really clamoring for it to go back to it now. But if you're going to have a baby face uh, Bobby and kind of a heelish Brock, I guess it, you could see some some things come out of it. But why is Brock a heel now? I don't even know if he's a heel, much less as he's Brock Lesnar. I feel like he's his own um, thing that's not necessarily heel or face. It's just being Brock Lesnar. And I think this is just a money match that they wanted to have. I think they're both going to be faces going into it. Um, I think Brock Lesnar just kind of wants to even the score. Like, okay, this is one guy who got it over on me and I never got mine back. Um, So we're going to get it back where we can both make the most money. Um, It'll be interesting. This is the first time in a long time you have a Brock feud without a belt. I'm I'm all for it. I'm here for it. I mean, keep him away from Roman. He pretty much can't face off against him ever again. So, is is there? Yeah, pretty much. Is there anyone else you would like to see Brock face in this run? Um, I want to see a real. I want to see a real AJ Styles feud. I want to see. Um, there's so many ways he could go. There's so many people that. Riddle, yeah, Riddle. It could be a Riddle feud that could happen as well. There's so many pathways he could go now that he doesn't have the title. Um, There's Drew. You do Drew again. I was just gonna say Drew again. You could, you could, um, you could do that. I mean, there's there's a bunch of people on, on that roster that he could he could he could face off against. I don't think I want to see Seth Rollins versus Brock again, but I want to see him against some new blood before he gets out of there. I, I yeah. can't see him. I can't see him signing too many more contracts to, to do I- this anymore. I would imagine you wouldn't have him as a heel on this roster just because you have Roman as a heel and you can't have two like world beating <laughs> heels in the same company occupying up all the space on top. Eventually people are going to want them to go against each other again. But yeah. Um, sure. But uh, uh, DX, DX thing at the end, I thought it was cute. I was, yeah, was cute. I was, I was expecting them to go full Vince and and have them fucking steamrolled by Braun Strowman or something, and it never happened. And I said, "Oh wait a minute, he's not booking these shows anymore." So uh, yeah, uh, I thought it was very quaint and like not. They came on like ten fifty two. They all did their entrance and they came off the show. They didn't really um, spend twenty minutes chuckling it up, making fart jokes and all those other things like that, or they- or embarrassing other talent. Which I thought was really was really strong too. Like I thought they whenever they usually come back, they're usually sunning somebody on TV or beating the shit out of them. FTR got their feelings hurt last time that shit happened. <laughs> exactly, and and they didn't do that this time, and, and and I really appreciated that. Obviously, like a lot of them can't go anymore anyway. Uh, I, th- I think Xbox could have probably gave somebody a Bronco Buster, but Xbox worth a he he owed a Royal Rumble spot at some point. I guess you're the only person wanting that, but uh, <laughs> but I thought it was cool. I thought Raw was enjoyable. I thought SmackDown was cool too. Uh, we got NXT coming up, and we have the return of Bray Wyatt this Friday on SmackDown. So a lot of things going on, and 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 again, I have to say, like this is the most I want to say engaged this company has been in the fall during football season that they've been in years, where they're actually trying to do new stuff and and they're and they're putting out new angles. So. Kudos to them for that. They got to keep the momentum going, even even when football's there, because they te- they kind of take their foot off the gas, Mills, until around Royal Rumble time. But it looks like they're they're firmly pushing towards some new some new um, wrinkles in in the in in their stories. Absolutely, absolutely. 
Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that's it. I don't got I don't got nothing new on Naomi and Sasha. Whenever they come back, they come back. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's maybe two more spots they could come back in in the mm. next couple of months. And if other than that, I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, make sure you guys listen to and subscribe to, and then listen to the draft diaries with with uh, meals myself. We're on the first episode. I'm on the second episode too. And, second uh, episode too. So uh, then, super enjoyable show. Really, 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 really good long form talk about the year 2002 in the in the in the first draft. Uh, and a new episode of Spot Caller is called Trick or Treat. It's coming out this week as well. When me and Cyrus picked uh, four matches that our Discord actually gave to us, and we, were, we tried to figure out if they were tricks or treats. So it's very enjoyable episode. <laughs> uh, so thank you. That's a good concept. I like it. Thank you. Guys. For, for listening, uh, for meals, I'm Justin. See you guys later. Peace.